Section 15 of Birds and Nature, Volume 8, Number 5, December 1900. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. The Dog and Its Ancestors That the domestic dog has been held in high esteem by mankind from the earliest times is shown by written records and mummified remains obtained from countries situated widely apart. The statement occurs in the Zandavesta that the world exists through the intellect of the dog. Cuvier wrote that the dog is the completest, the most singular, and the most useful conquest that man has ever made. Each individual is devoted to man and remains attached to him, even unto death and all this springs not from necessity nor from fear but from a true friendship the dog is the only animal that has followed man all over the globe egyptian monuments dating back three thousand four hundred years b c show several varieties of dogs most of them being allied to the greyhound carved records of a later period portray the mastiff a turnspit and a form closely resembling the hound Without question, the dog was domesticated in Europe, previous to any historical record. His remains are found in the kitchen middens of Neolithic times, and an increasing size in the animals is noticed through the Bronze and Iron Ages in Denmark. Remains of the Neolithic in Switzerland disclose skulls closely resembling our hounds, setters, or spaniels. The Americans had indigenous dogs before the conquering Spaniards, introduced to european species and mummies of dogs are found in the oldest peruvian tombs all this goes to show that the differentiation of the dog took place at a very early date as in the case of man the link is missing but the ancestry is certain without question the varieties of the dog originated in domestication and interbreeding of different species of wolves living in various parts of the world the dog family is divided into three groups first the wolves or wild dogs having a round pupil in the eye and a short tail second the foxes which are characterized by a slit-like pupil and a long bushy tail and third the long-eared dogs which inhabit eastern deserts and possess more numerous and a different set of teeth than the other groups considered as a family they are distinguished by a lean body small head the slim or long legs terminated by small paws furnished with strong but not retractile claws. The forepaws usually have five toes, while the hind paws are always limited to four. As the dogs do not live exclusively on animal food, they are not as savage as the cats. Neither do they possess the soulless expression of face so characteristic of the felidae. While most of the dog family are gregarious, certain forms lead lives that are solitary or nearly so other species are nocturnal in their habits while yet others burrow in the earth for shelter or protection all bend the joints of the legs in walking all possess great speed and endurance and without exception are good swimmers intellectually dogs are more highly developed than any other brute animal many forms act with a rational deliberation and follow carefully thought-out plans. The senses are wonderfully developed. 
the sense of smell is marvelous in many forms while strength of eyesight distinguishes others of the three groups mentioned the wolf without question was the ancestor of the domestic dog in the german mythology he was consecrated to the god woden but when christianity reconstructed all beliefs woden was metamorphosed into the wild hunter and the wolves became his attending dogs which finally were evolved into the ghost-like wolves of nursery and fable the wolf has all the attributes of the dog except the nobility which necessarily comes from education the tail always droops never curling upwards as in the domestic dogs and even when tamed they rarely wag the tail among the wolves may be mentioned the jackals of asia which are said to have entered largely into the breeds of oriental dogs these were known to the ancients as gold wolves and are said to be the foxes whose tails samson set on fire in order to burn the fields and vineyards of the philistines the indian wild dog or colsum is claimed by many to be the progenitor of all domesticated dogs he closely resembles a greyhound and is found all over the himalaya and east india country he exhibits many traits characteristic of our hunting dogs prominent among several distinctive and familiar breeds of dogs is the greyhound which while graceful and universally popular as a pet and a sporting dog is unfaithful and unsympathetic the great lung capacity gives the animal unusual endurance but while possessed of keen sight and hearing the sense of smell is very deficient the mastiffs constitute another group embracing many of the familiar forms among these are the danish dog the german mastiffs the bulldog and the pug with the exception of the pug which is justly called a caricature of a dog the group is remarkable for fidelity courage determination and strength great britain is the home of the hounds which because of their intelligence and docility are considered to be in the first rank of domestic dogs all the varieties of this group are born hunters being strong swift and possessed of unusually keen senses especially that of smell among these are the pointers the german bloodhounds the staghounds the beagles and the foxhound this last is justly considered the greatest of hunting dogs possessing the speed of the greyhound the courage of the bulldog the delicate scent of the bloodhound and the sagacity of the poodle he is well equipped for his duties in field and forest probably no two dogs have so endeared themselves to mankind as the st bernard and the newfoundland both of these together with the spaniels setters and the sagacious poodles make up the spaniel group while as a class they are not remarkable for docility or endurance these defects are more than compensated by a superior intelligence fidelity courage keen scent and great speed much has been written about the qualities of the newfoundlands and st bernards the first are said to be the best of all water dogs possessed of great beauty and an exceptional fund of good nature gentleness and gratitude the heroic deeds of the others are inseparably linked with their native home the hospice of st bernard the intelligence and courage exhibited by these dogs among the avalanches and frozen wastes of their mountain homes have given them a place in history and earned for them the title of the worthiest of them all the setter 
which is illustrated in this article, is an excellent type of a certain class of the spaniels. The animal is an excellent hunting dog and gains its name from its habit of crouching close to the ground when pointing game. End of section 15